Hey y'all, welcome to Miss Oliver's podcast. I am Amina Rudolph and I will be the narrator for this podcast. The objectives of the Section 3 Jefferson Office are as follows. One, evaluate the changing role of the Supreme Court. And number two, discuss the events leading to the Louisiana Purchase. The start of this section analyzes what happens when Jefferson takes office. Jefferson was elected president in 1800. He is the third president of the U.S. of America. He referred to his election as the election of 1800. He wanted to create a less formal style for the presidency. His goal was to integrate Republican ideas into the policies that Federalists had already put into place. His election demonstrated power could be transferred smoothly, even between political parties. Now, on the Supreme Court, the Federalists held the majority when Jefferson took office. One of their last acts was passing the Judiciary Act of 1801. This law created a new federal judge positions, 16 to be exact. Before Jefferson took office, President Adams appointed Federalists to those judge positions. These appointees were nicknamed Midnight Judges because Adams assigned these positions before midnight as his last day as president. John Marbury was supposed to be commissioned to one of these positions. When Jefferson officially took office, he repealed the Judiciary Act of 1801 and with that abolishing the Midnight Judges appointments as judges. He instructed his Secretary of State, James Madison, not to deliver the commissions because if they were delivered, then they would have to be honored. However, Marbury knew of his appointment and asked Madison for his commission, but Madison refused. This brings us to the Supreme Court case, Marbury versus Madison. This case gave the Supreme Court more power than it had previously. Because Marbury was not delivered, his documentation, Marbury asked the Supreme Court for a writ of mandamus. This would force Madison to give him his commission. He based his request off of the Judiciary Acts of 1789. This ruling was that the Supreme Court could not issue the writ because they did not have original judiciary jurisdiction over such matters. This means the Constitution did not give them the authority to hear the case before a lower court. Furthermore, they ruled the Judiciary Acts of 1801 unconstitutional because it attempted to change the original judiciary jurisdiction of the Supreme Court. This established the principle of judicial review. The principle gave the Supreme Court the power to declare acts of Congress unconstitutional. A strong belief of Jefferson was that a republic could only survive if most of the people owned land. This led him to support expanding West. It all started when the French leader Napoleon Bonaparte convinced Spain to give Louisiana back to France. In exchange for helping Spain take control of part of Italy, 1803, France's ruler, Napoleon Bonaparte, needed money for war in Europe and agreed to sell the Louisiana Territory to the U.S. April 30, 1803, the U.S. paid $11.25 thus cancellation of debts worth $3.75 million for a total of $15 million. This was approximately four cents per acre. Because of this official purchase, in 1804, the Louisiana Purchase doubled the size of the U.S. and gained control of the entire Mississippi River. 
Even before the purchase, Jefferson asked Congress to fund an expedition of the then French territory. After Congress approved the expedition, he decided to send Meriwether Lewis and William Clark to explore the area. The expedition was called the Corpse or Discovery. Along the way, they are going to meet Sacagawea, and she will join them as a guide and interpreter. She was also a Native American woman. The Essex Junto can be summarized in a simple way. The Louisiana Purchase alarmed many New England Federalists who saw their power slipping as new states would be added. In Massachusetts, a small group of Federalists known as the Essex Junto drafted a plan to take New England out of the Union. Hoping to expand their movement, they convinced Vice President Aaron Burr to run for governor of New York. During the campaign, Alexander Hamilton called Burr a dangerous man and one who ought not to be trusted with the reins of government. Burr challenged Hamilton with a duel. Hamilton refused to fire and was shot dead by Burr. He was officially going to be charged with treason, but he was found not guilty. Even though Burr and his schemes were an annoyance to President Jefferson, rising in international tensions also annoyed him. Britain and France had been at war for several years. Since Jefferson's term, the United States had tried to remain neutral in the conflict. However, Britain and France continually violate the U.S.'s shipping rights. The British had a practice of stopping American ships to seize sailors. Britain solved this problem by impressment. Impressment is the kidnapping of American sailors and placing them on British ships. One big issue that was caused from impressment was the Chesapeake incident. During this incident, the British warship Leopard stopped the American warship Ches Chesapeake to search for British deserters. The captain of Chesapeake, Chesapeake referred, refused to be searched, fired, and three people were killed. The outcome from the Chesapeake incident is that Jefferson placed an embargo, which is a refusal to trade or try to prevent war of 1807. The embargo did not work and mainly hurt the U.S. business, and it was repealed.